Hello, people of Earth. Welcome to another episode of O Jeremiah Talks, the podcast where the indie folk duo O Jeremiah literally just talk. That's the whole thing. This week on the podcast, we talk about the movie that wrecked Aaron and I. I mean, totally destroyed us. It's a movie called Sound of Metal. We recorded this podcast the day before the Oscars. So usually we make a big deal about the Oscars, but this year we just dropped the ball all over the place. And probably the only Oscar contender we ended up watching was The Sound of Metal. It was up for Best Picture. It was up for Best Editing. It won Best Editing. Um, Maybe it's Sound Editing. I don't remember. I just wasn't into the Oscars this year. But our favorite performances are in this movie, and not just because it was the only one we saw. Like of, of most years, this movie was at the top. It's so very good. And if you head over to our Patreon page, we talk about Noah Cyrus's new EP with PJ Harding. Um, So Noah Cyrus's, Miley Cyrus's little sister, and she just released a pandemic EP with this guy named PJ Harding, and it is really great. And we talk about that over at Patreon, and we talk about just kind of like making a record of a pandemic and what, what that looks like. But this is a really fun time. It, we really, really love doing these podcasts. And if you want more content or if you want some exclusive uh, music and all that other stuff, it's all on our Patreon page. It's the most helpful way to support a band during a pandemic, I promise. And beyond. Like, we're headed out of this thing. It's still going to be Patreon is the thing that helps us the most. I promise. So if you go to ojeremiahtalks.com or just look us up on Patreon, it's all there. Okay, here we go. Brand new episode. Oh, Jeremiah talks about the sound of metal. Metal. Let's do it. I wanted to be you talking on the intro. I don't feel together. Yeah. Sunday vibes in the podcast room. Not Saturday night vibes. It's not Saturday night vibes. I don't like these vibes as much, but I my love for you is outweighing my outweighs frustration the at the day it is. Yes. I think it's because Sunday after we get home from church, we just want to eat lunch and just do nothing. Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably true. <laughs> it's also a beautiful day outside, so it feels kind of weird to be inside. Yeah, today it's 72, sunny Pretty in boiling. Athens, Georgia. I kind of want to just lay flat. You want to lay flat? Outside. Oh, that seems like a good move for you. Lay a towel down, let little noodle lay down with you. You'll yeah. T- you have one strawberry on your plant babe i was about to say that go ahead and tell the people about your yeah so every every spring i try to get like a few plants that i've never done before and like i know i'm not gonna have good luck with a lot of like actual fruits and veggies because we just have like a porch i can't have like a nice little box garden or yard garden whatever right um but something led me to get a strawberry plant just to see what would happen and Sure enough, there's one little berry growing. There's one little berry, and there's something so powerful really about growing your own food, and you have done that now. You I have know. The one only thing that I have berry. successfully, I mean, basil's pretty easy, and then I have some oregano. Oh, man, I always want to go into my health class. Sorry, I don't have to do that, though. Oh, I mean, you can if you want to. I just recently learned that, so there's a supplement of oil of oregano, and apparently people use it as like an, a natural antibiotic, but people can use it so much that it kills off all of the good bacteria in their body. That's how powerful it is. Oh, that's Isn't how that powerful bananas? oil of oregano is? Yeah. Isn't that bananas? And yeah. so like what, so it's like the same thing as taking like too many antibiotics. Oh, that's weird. Isn't that insane? No, that is weird. So like I'm a little bit 
because I hear really good cleansing effects of oregano, but like now I'm afraid to use it because I, because I, I, I don't know what my gut bacteria level is. Oregano is the only thing I want to eat based on its name. I think it has a wonderful name, oregano. It has a cool name. I think that would be a great band name. And it oh. would be like it would be a great uh, like card game. Yeah, it, like where it's like okay, build your sandwich. It, One, two, three. Oregano. Like yeah, <laughs> it also like means something. Like the meaning of the word is cool, and I I, for, I forget what it is, but oh, it yeah. it has something other than plant mm-hmm. as the meaning. Yeah, sorry, I can't tell you, but <laughs> yeah. So those are the things successfully growing on our balcony, and then like a couple of little flowers and stuff. But the little strawberry. I mean, it's I must cutest. admit, it's, it's the cutest. It's very cute. Yeah, it's it very is the cute. cutest. Yeah. Uh, how has your week been? How's your weekend? Give me your feelings, Will. It feels pretty. Top. It feels kind of action packed, and maybe that's why I'm in my head pretty bad. Yeah, we we are experiencing the world opening back up and all the social anxieties that come with that. Because you yeah. f- you forget that you uh, didn't have to worry about that for a year. Yeah. And now I'm like worried about it a lot, and I feel like. You're shifting into more anxious thoughts. I'm shifting out of mine because I have the opposite problem. Where if I'm yeah. by myself, I will I will wreck myself. Yeah, and it, that yeah, it's interesting because you're like thriving now, which I'm happy. I'm very happy for you though. But yeah, it's um, a year of pandemic. Like you know, everyone said that like you kind of had your pod, right? Like you had right. your people, your family, your close friends, and that's kind of like all the people you had to deal with because you had you didn't like have to see other people. Right. And so those are the people that I'm most comfortable with. And I kind of learned about myself last night. And I think I always knew this to be true, but like putting actual, like saying it out loud last night, we came home from like a friend hang and I said, you know, like I wasn't able to really find my footing with those people. Yeah. And it's some people that I'm very comfortable with, but a few people, even a certain combination of people, I know now to be true that I need repetition in order to feel comfortable. No, I think I and I think you have to have enough like experience with people to to out to be able to go move past the thoughts in your head that are telling you you're doing a bad job being a person with these people. Yeah, for sure. And even even people that are that I'm naturally comfortable around. I will say if I meet if I meet a seven on the Enneagram, like sevens make me feel really comfortable, I think. Like they hoot. just have that. Yeah, we're a hoot. Um, but I still need repetition with them to to not be in my head so much. And yeah. so last night I was just like, I kept fighting to talk. Like I was like, oh, say something, like be a part of this. And I just couldn't do it. And, and that's just, that's been happening a lot lately because I've, we've made new friends over pandemic. Yeah. Which has been interesting, but... I mean, I'm very thankful for it, but it's also been kind of overwhelming. And like during pandemic, I had probably one of the biggest adult conflicts of my life. Yeah. And so that makes me think that I'm that makes my brain tell me that I'm not a good friend to people. And so I'm just like really struggling with with the dynamics of that. No, I I hear that. I get that. And it's unfortunate because it's like this is like the happiest I've, I've been in a while. And it sucks that I still have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, I'd like to not have to deal with that. But that's that's just, that's part of who I am and that's okay. I feel like we, we all get to extend each other a little bit of grace moving into this new season of, hey, like you you get to hang out with people. And I, th- I think that we all have to kind of remember what it's like for each other. Yeah. Because 
I'm always shocked when I talk to people about how they're like, yeah, I feel like I don't have friends anymore or I feel like super lonely because like all yeah. my friendships aren't really happening because of COVID. And I feel like we're all kind of experiencing that. And I think we're all going to kind of move out of that at the same time. Yeah. And uh, there's something about collective suffering that just like unites us. Like at the beginning of COVID when we would run and see each other on the street and like wave and be like super friendly to strangers because we were like all in it together. And if we could just be more honest with how we're feeling, I think it would be easier for us to feel that all the time. Yeah, I also – so over the last couple of weeks, I've had this like ongoing affirmation in my head where I – I don't know if I've told you this, but like I keep saying – in my, it's just on repeat. I keep saying like you're safe – you're comfortable and you're brave. Mm. I keep repeating that to myself. And it all started from a yoga class where I thought I was going to pass out. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, a lot of times, I mean, yeah, physically you get overheated and your heart race is too, you know, like, and you're like, the blood flow isn't good, whatever. So you're going to feel faint, right? right? Like that's a, that's obviously like a physical thing that can happen to you. Right. But that day I knew that... It was all in my head. Yeah. And I can walk in a hot yoga class and be absolutely convinced that I'm going to pass out and then pass out. Yeah. Or I could walk in, struggle with that thought and like convince myself that I'm okay and then be okay. And it's nothing physical. It's literally just a mind game. Yeah. And that day I was very aware that I was just up against my mind. Yeah. So I literally for like 30 minutes repeated that phrase over and over and over again. And then found myself needing it for the rest of the week for just, like, social interactions. Yeah. And I think that I – because right now, after having come home from seeing people, my brain is telling me that everyone that I interacted with has a bad thought about me now because of how I interacted with them. And I think I need to, like, combat that with – an affirmation like the one I did in yoga because I need to convince myself this is a mind game. This isn't actually like what's true that's happening around you socially. Yeah. I know you well enough to know that that's not true. And also if it was yeah, but true. it's really hard to, to, to convince like it's really hard. You know, the whole saying of like no one really cares about you. They're just thinking about themselves. Like whenever you think like like it. Seriously, no one's thinking about what you said to that person. Like, they're literally just probably thinking about what they said to a different person. Right. Like, everyone's in their head in some way. Yeah. Because, like, like today, I was talking to a a new friend that I'm really stoked about being friends with. And the whole time he was talking to me, I felt myself dipping in and out of the conversation because I kept thinking, do I really want a donut or do I not want a donut? Oh, my goodness. And I could see him being like, oh, he's, like, not really listening to me. And I wasn't. Because I was thinking about donuts and like, it's like little, so funny. like there's like little bitty, like life things that just get in the way. Yeah. I feel like you sent me this, uh, meme of, of a little Enneagram nine meme that was like a little frog with a soft smile. And what did it say? Like nines listening to you at the end of the day. Yeah. And like, I feel like, um, so I can't really relate to what you're saying. Cause I feel like I'm actually like overly present in a conversation. And I, and I am like I'm I'm really good in on one-on-one conversation but I have like this weird level of ADD that I'm kind of struggling with at all times. Yeah. Like I don't have 
anxiety when it comes to people, but I do have like FOMO when it comes to people. Oh, see, I don't, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've talked to people like that and I can see them hearing a conversation that they want to be a part of and then trying to bail, but also not trying to be rude. Yeah. But also like the guy I was talking to, like I was like thrilled to be talking to him. Yeah, totally. But it's like, and I think that's also why you don't like big groups is because you, it, it makes it higher of a chance that you're going to focus on too many things at once. Yeah. I am the guy and that's that where, in big groups, I will yeah. break apart with one person and yeah. like we will be crying at the table of like 30 people. Right. And it's just because like that's what I, I, I just don't want to be at a table of 10 people trying to talk at the same time. I feel like I've always had an eye for the person that's like not being heard. And so I'll like zone in on them so hardcore to yeah. make them feel like they got to finish what they were saying because I, I hate being talked over. Yeah. And that's happened to me far too much in my life. Yeah. I feel like that is also a characteristic of a nine, right? Isn't that like one of the... I think so. Yeah, which I hate. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm excited about the, the opening up of this stuff. I, I think it's past due because I've had the year of struggling with the opposite of that, which is my like kryptonite. And I, you know, I think you're wonderful. I, I wish. And yeah, I gotta figure out how to get out of my head. Yeah, it's it's really hard because you are the most convincing person to yourself, and you yeah. you know the the weaknesses and the the weak spots to convince yourself of it. So we just gotta we gotta figure out how to turn that mm. negative self talk into into you gotta become your own hype man. Yeah, like I, it's so ingrained in me to assume that I interacted poorly. And when and you couldn't make a case for it, like you could not say, "Here is how I screwed up." And it's whenever I feel my sensitivity the most because I observe people's facial interactions really well, and I can tell how someone feels really quickly. Mm. But I think I often confuse tired with frustrated with me. Okay. Like I like someone is tired, but. But I assume that they're frustrated with me instead. And, like, no one's ever frustrated with you. Like, I mean, that's not necessarily true. People can be frustrated with me. But, yeah, I think I always assume that they are. Yeah. And I need to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about our our first thing today? Yeah. A movie that I'm very excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. I think we should first start talking. Tonight is the Oscars, and last year we watched every movie that was up for an Oscar. This is like night and day difference, our approach this year. We have seen two movies this year. We, like, yes, we consumed a decent amount of new TV this year, but mostly we just did reruns because we needed comfort, and that's what we did. Yeah, and the thing I didn't want was to watch a bunch of really depressing, like challenging films whenever we're all just like struggling to stay afloat anyway. Yeah. Someone mentioned to us recently that they only watched new TV this year in COVID. And I was like, dang, what must it be like? I just want to watch Ted Lasso on repeat. And that's, that's what all we're doing. I, that's what we're doing. So we, yeah, last year Oscars, if you've been following our podcast for a while, I went so hard on Oscar movies. You like, really did. I made list. I predicted before, like I did so much and, we had like an Oscar viewing party. We're doing that again tonight, but the only two movies that I have seen that are nominated are Soul. Yep. We talked about that. The animated and then basically the adult version of Soul, which is Sound of Metal. Yes. And so, whoo doggy. We we watched Sound of Metal 2 days ago. Wow. And I a lot of emotions. 
I have not felt that hard during a movie since I don't remember when. I haven't felt that hard since I know when since A Star Is Born, Lady Gaga version. Mm. I that th- didn't hit me as much as it hit you. There are three movies in my life that I've um, cried after the credits roll because oh, I, I can't that. because I can't control myself. Yeah. Or no, no, because it just is still washing over me, and I'm still like the characters felt so real to me. Yeah. That I just related or I related so hard. A Marriage Story. That a Star was is Born, and now Sound of Metal are the three movies that afterwards I'm just like kept crying. Yeah, I would say of those three, Sound of Metal is like head and shoulders above as far as like emotional toll it took me. Marriage Story would be the next in line because if you were a married person, like you can see yourself in that movie in some ways. Mm-hmm. And Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson were incredible in that movie to mm-hmm. me. But Sound of Metal, from the first scene... I looked at you and I said, uh-oh. Oh, I know. This is not going to be good for I us. I know, same. The Yeah, the first, like, five minutes of the movie, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is a version of our story. Yeah, so the, like we the related... premise of the movie yeah. is a a drummer and a singer. They're, they're a couple. A touring couple. They're in a, they're in a band, and they're called uh, Black Gammon, and... They are touring. They're like obviously an indie band. They're they're playing tiny clubs across the country, touring in an airstream, and the drummer gets tinnitus and loses his hearing, and the story is based on him like trying to overcome, overcome that, that. And, and, and and just like the the struggle of what you what your identity lies in. Yeah, and his was so much in music and just like how the couple. I don't know. Their relationship was so fascinating. And the the thing, so what was tough for me is like in the first few scenes, you get to see what life on the road for them is like. And personality wise, it was like the guy like woke up earlier, worked out, made breakfast, and then the girl like slowly woke up and it just felt like us. Right. And he did most of the driving. Right. And she's like, you can tell she's like saving some energy, but she's also like the logical thinker. Right. And like the realist. And he's more of like the dreamer. And I was like, oh, my word, this is us. Yeah, I, I, uh, I swore at the people that recommended the movie to us because we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. I knew there was a drummer, but I didn't know the movie. No, I'm still thankful that they recommended no, it. No, I am too, but it was like a loving, like, you uh, son of a gun. Yeah, 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 like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because it did feel so much like the life we used to live on a regular basis. Yes. And I would say 2020, 2021, the thing that keeps me up at night is like my loss of identity. And the thing that I struggle with is, like, how I view myself based on how I think the world views me. Mm-hmm. And this is a movie that uses that that kind of storyline and puts it to, it, no, you didn't lose your job because of COVID, but you did lose it because you lost your hearing. And the parallels are, like, freakish. Oh, my gosh, it was so sad. So sad. Because the character struggles with addiction, and that's, like, a part of his story. And... And it's also about unmet expectations. It's about uh, surrendering to, like, your situation. And he ends up going to a, like, a a deaf camp, I guess. Is deaf what you... language school. Yeah. And but just for uh, um, people with struggling with addiction as well. Yeah. Because he was, what, four years sober. Yeah, he was four years sober. But the guy that the two characters 
are incredible. The girl and the guy are incredible, especially the guy, because it's like he is like the lead in it. Yeah. Whenever is he up for best actor? He should be if he's not. Uh, I know him. He was in Rogue One, and he and is. I just couldn't. I can't picture him. He is remarkable. She was in Ready Player One, I think. I didn't see that, did I? I don't know if you saw that or not. I I like that. I thought that was a sleeper movie. That was like fun Steven Spielberg movie that I really liked. I read I've, the book in like a no, night. No, you and I watched it in a hotel. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's right. It's her. And you're like, oh, this is the book that yeah, I read. Yeah, Because you liked the book a lot. I like the book a lot. It's like a fun beachy read. I read it in like a day and a half because it like goes by super quick. But they change. It's one of the only books where the movie is completely different, and you're like, no, I get why they did that. That makes perfect sense why they did that. Yeah. Like in the book, uh, there's like a whole chapter where he's just playing Pac-Man. Yeah. And in the movie, that's like obviously nowhere to be found because that would be the most boring movie of all time. Yeah. But it's like in the book, it was really engaging. In the movie, that wouldn't have been. So Can I say something that I have a hard time with? Sure. Whenever people say, and I'm not attacking you, it's just something I've been processing recently. Yeah. Is whenever people say that something is a beach read, they're implying that it's an easier read and like quick. And I often think about like, what if the author never intended it to be a beach read? What if that was like a very deep thinking thing for him to or her to do do you know what i mean yeah i and a lot of people turn up their noses to beach reads and that kind of bugs me yeah no and i don't say beach read as a uh as a criticism of course not yeah i like ready player one is like designed to be fun yeah and that when i say beach read what i mean is i want to sit down and like enjoy Enjoy myself enjoy it and not stress about characters yeah like my favorite book is east of eden i don't think i enjoy east of eden sure I feel like East of Eden, like, pulls me apart and then puts me back together. Yeah. But if I want to, like, enjoy the act of reading, I will read Where the Crawdads Sing or I will read Ready Player One. And I I guess it's – I think I'm processing it in real time. Maybe it's not a bad thing to call something a beach read. I think I just have a hard time whenever people, like, dismiss them. No, and because I, they're in that category. Well, I also think that kind of behavior is what makes people like not want to read because like it's like, oh, I don't want to read because the only thing I count is real reading is right. like really hard books. Well, it makes people that like read those books like not want to talk about it. Yeah, but because like I would consider Harry Potter a reach, beach read and that book changed my life. Like yeah. that was the first time I ever used my imagination sure. as like a young kid. When I think I just like look at all books, no matter the genre, just like a work of art. Oh, a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes whenever I, I, I don't know. Do you, do you know what I'm tracking? I'm no. not trying to like attack what you said. No, no, I don't feel attacked because like I would look at a band like Radiohead as East of Eden, and I would look at a band like Harry Styles as Ready Player One. Both have their place. And both are like a great time, depending on what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Like I, Harry Styles is like the thing I put on to like make myself feel good. I'm having a good time. If I want to like grow and twist and turn in my heart, like I'm gonna put on Radiohead or whatever. So like I feel like both are are good. It just, yeah. but I don't know another way to describe it other yeah. than be treated. I think it like m- makes it like a level of like pristine and. And I, th- I think I'm also sensitive to that because, like, at one point I was, like, like that with music and I only listened to, like, classical music because I thought that was the only music that really mattered and was actually art. Yeah. 
and I mean, obviously, I'm like, obviously, I've admitted fault to that. Like, I, I, I don't stand for that anymore. Yeah, the only but, so artist I just you have... knew when I met you was Beyonce. <laughs> that was literally the only one you knew. No, I know. And, but, so I think I'm just sensitive to that because, like, I, I just like to respect any kind, regardless of, I don't know. One, I don't know what I'm trying to form a sentence for, but one of my biggest pet peeves is when you show someone something that you love and mm-hmm. they they immediately just crap on it. That's yeah. one of my biggest pet peeves. So, and I think that it's you hard. probably have felt that before. Where you're like, "Oh my gosh, I love Ready Player One." They're like, "That is a cheap book," or like whenever I uh, first started, yeah, like whenever I first started getting into fiction, yeah. I would say that I would read, and they're like, "Oh, that's that's this or that's that." Like, I I don't really want to spend time with that. I'm like, okay. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, I and with music, I think I was like so pretentious and like only listened to a certain genre at some point. But whenever I met you, I kind of was given permission to just like be excited about like I'd never really discovered any of these bands before. Yeah. And I was just so I finally was like open handed to all genres. And it was such a cool eye-opening experience of just like appreciating the mess out of every every uh, everything. Yeah. And so I just would like to be that way. But okay, sorry, we can go back to Sound of Metal. I now that you're I done hope... correcting me. Babe, I'm just kidding. I wasn't I trying to do I that. I love you. Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm processing. The, the The Sound of Metal does an amazing job. I don't want to spoil anything because it's such a new movie, but I would recommend it to anyone that has struggled with helplessness or like not being able to pursue the thing they want to pursue because of like external factors. I think, I think the story is like so abstract that like anyone can feel the way that he feels. Yes. About losing control. And I think we can all relate to that. Especially this year. I think it's the perfect movie to, to process your emotions of this year. Yeah. I just realized what? The soundtrack of the movie was hardly non-existent. Yeah, that's a great point. Because you're kind of like experiencing his hearing loss with him. Yeah, the the biggest musical component is silence in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because they the sound editing of the movie, if that's not up for a an Oscar, I don't like. I don't. Silence is almost like a character in itself in it. Yeah, like silence plays a huge part in the thing. Yeah, and you see him kind of go through. I will do anything to get this back, and then. It like even then is it enough? Just like loss of control, unmet expectations. Yeah, it's a really and it's identity. a really great movie. There's a lot of beautiful things I, in it. I just could not get over how much it hit me. Like I just I know like openly weeping at small things. There's just one moment where his hearing is so bad he has to leave the club. And I just like you had to check on me. You were like, Are you good? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, I just like I'm this is like a thousand pounds to me. You're just like feeling it. I'm just feeling all yeah, of it. Yeah, it was so heavy. I the um I don't know what it's nominated for, but if I had, I'm gonna guess, and then can we look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up while you're uh, check while out. You're it's, these are my not these are my nominations: best actor. I hope so. Best sound editing. Is is editing a, an award? Because I think the editing of the film in general was incredible. Yeah, that's a thing. And then best original screenplay. Uh, so he is. His name's Riz Ahmed, okay. I think is his name. Is he nominated? Uh, he is nominated. We got one right. Yep, he is nominated. Back to Maine. Oh my gosh, come on, pop-ups. Uh, sorry, let me f- keep keep guessing. I already guessed him. 
Is but I've it? got one, which is good. No, I said, okay. listen, I said sound editing, best original screenplay, best editing, and best actor. Okay, Sound of Metal. Nominations. Nominations. Nominated Oscar. for? Yep. Sound of Metal Awards. Earned six Oscar nominations. Oh, so I've only got four or five. Go ahead. B- best actor. Yes. Best picture. Best supporting actor. Oh, I meant pic- yeah, picture. I guess I should have said that. Supporting best- actor. Is it the deaf teacher? Yes. Good call. There it is. Um, best original screen pro- yes. play. Best film editing. Best yes. sound. Babe, I literally guessed all of them. You except are a star. I guessed all of them except best picture, but I think I assumed that. Yeah. And best um, supporting actor. Yeah. And I may that be kind biased, of super. I think. I think C did great, but I'm a little bit sur- babe. I sorry, I got really excited. Yeah, I'm I'm biased because it's one of the only movies I've seen this year. But I, know. I hope it sweeps. I hope it just takes over. I do too. I really loved it. Okay, what yeah. are you into this week? I think it'll win a couple of things. Um, oh man, what am I into this week? What's something that's making me feel like safe and great? You want me to go first? Yeah. There's a <laughs> there there's a Instagram. <laughs> Uh, profile named Bird Finds, and it is a guy. What? He's a guy in Nashville, and he finds all this vintage gear. He's like a gear consignment person. I was gonna say I don't like birds. No, B Y R D Bird Finds. Oh, thank you. And he like finds vintage gear. Oh, yeah. And I bought an 808 through his through his consignment uh, this week, and it has been the most fun thing. I'm very happy for you. It is. Uh, but I follow his page, and it's probably the most addictive Instagram page for me. You kind of got it on a whim. and I got it on a whim, but here, this is what it sounds like. Yeah, that's all I wanted. Noodles was like, was like what was that? But he, he, his whole life is collecting really great gear and then selling it to musicians at like a good, reasonable price. I got yeah. this for like very under what I would buy it new. Yeah. And I just, I've really enjoyed that part of Instagram, you know, just... This is the first purchase I made from him, and I couldn't recommend it more. I think he's great. I'm really happy that you enjoy it. Yeah, it's a it's a great time. I think it, it will be at uh, an O Jeremiah live show in the very near future. It's a fun time. Yeah. Did you have enough time to get yours? I, I, it, I'm having a hard time thinking about like what's something new, but I keep thinking about back to like what's making me feel like safe and comfortable right now because that's what I'm all for. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. What am I? I think, yeah, my my plants have given me a lot of life lately. I mean, we talked about my strawberry for a long time. Yeah. That it's little... probably not edible. No. I've, but I've, been... I've just, it, my mom on Easter sent me home with like, um, it's really funny because anytime I come to her house, I'd be like, oh my goodness, mom, your plants are just like thriving. And I'll be like, oh, this one's so beautiful. And then before I leave, like she's potted me like a, a, a cutting from it. Yeah, and we have which like, is just very kind. We have like five plants in our trunk that are coming back to yes, Athens with us. It's so sweet. And one of them, um, she called me like three days after Easter. She's like, "How's your plant doing?" And I was like, "She's like, is it kind of droopy?" And I'm like, "Yes. How did you know?" I was like, "That's exactly the word." And she's like, "Well, it's like it has it's having like like soil root shock because it's in a new environment, and it's like perking up now." And I'm just like, I don't know. I just like it. Like my mom, um. Whenever my Nana died, my mom moved into her house and Nana had quite a few plants. You know, My Nana had like a green thumb and like my mom does too. And she had all these cool plants. And one of the ones that was like very iconic for her house was a Christmas cactus. And so 
I took a couple of cuttings from it and it's like actually thriving in our living room right now, which is exciting. And my mom's had a really hard, she, she is so afraid of like losing that plant because it, it's like a living thing that Nana cared for that she just like wants to continue on, you mm-hmm. know? And so she has tried to <laughs> pot, like she's given me a cutting. She's tried to give other people, like she just wants it to continue on. Yeah. Um, and I can tell she's, she's really counting on that on an emotional level. And so I'm like, what? No, I just thought it was funny. Uh, so she tried to get it to like, is it, I think propagate, I can't say that word, is um, to like regrow. And she she's like not being patient enough. And she's like, are the roots long enough? And I was like, no, mom, just like leave it in water. So she doesn't know this. And I don't think she'll hear this. Hopefully not. But for Mother's Day, um, me and my sister went in and got her this little propagation like station. Uh, propagation station. That's that, a great time. I know, right? That you It like fits perfectly on a window seal so you can get a lot of light and it's these little clear um vials that you put the stems in and they grow and once they create a certain amount of like length of root then you can actually pot it in soil oh cool and i just I, it felt like a very just like timely gift and i'm excited about that for her that's awesome okay you want to jump over to patreon talk about noah cyrus yeah and uh, a folk record that we both are kind of into mm-hmm, right now. For sure. I wouldn't say kind of. I've listened You've to listened it. You've listened to it like a it, lot. Yeah. Uh, it is probably the most exciting Americana thing to me right now. So uh, let's jump over there. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody.